As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. From the shores of Malibu, where the waves are pumping, to the Great Wall of China, and back to the streets of Abu Dhabi Fight Island, where the UFC is coming. We are live. This is It's Time Radio, the show we talk about what you think about, but may be afraid to voice. Do not worry. We will talk about it for you. We talk about everything. COVID-19, President Trump, politics, film, TV, UFC, sex, drugs, rock and roll, you name it. We talk about it. We are the voice of reason and the voice of question. It's all about what we talk about. We'll see what happens today on my show. I'm here with my co-host, TJ DeSantis. Hi, TJ. The voice of reason, man, uh, that that uh, that's setting the bar high here, Buff. We better deliver. I think we need to deliver today and we will deliver. You know why? Because we have the ever sensual, the ever beautiful, the ever interesting, the ever we don't know. We do not know what's going to come out of her mouth. Sammy Phillips. And here she is. Sammy, how are you, honey? You mean the voice of insanity? The voice of insanity, the voice of uh, reality. Uh, no, you could be reason. You could be reality. I'll just be insane. It's fine. All right. That's good. That's a nice balance. It balances all out to one big complete circle. In the words of uh, Tom Cruise and Jerry Maguire, Sammy, you complete us. Thank oh, you. that's sweet. Very sweet. I love you, too. Love you, too, honey. So coming off the love and into the love and on with the love, we just had Christmas. And, you know, it's a COVID Christmas. It's a beautiful Christmas. It's hope everything. Did you have a nice Christmas, Sammy? <laughs> no. Uh-oh. That's not a good response. Jesus. Not really. No. I did what not. happened? You all right? I'm, yeah. No, here I am. I'm great. Uh, no. Um, my landlord... You know, people are affected by COVID in different ways. And my landlord has claimed a hardship and must immediately move back into his home that I've been renting for two and a half years. Oh. Um, so, like, I'm being evicted in 30 days. Well, do you so, have a lease? From my house, yes. Yeah, but and you have I, a lease. So, what? You have a lease, correct? I'm on a month-to-month at this point. Oh, yeah, the lease, no! The lease is off a it doesn't month. matter. No, Good. It doesn't matter. He has every right, even with a lease, to move back into his dwelling. It's his right. It's his home. Well, happy 2021. So, so what are your plans? Uh, moving. You want to help? You got a, you got a room buff? I got, no, I don't. I mean, I do, but I don't. <laughs> no, I don't want to move in with you. No. Sammy, I'd love you, but if you live no, with me for uh, a week, uh, you drive uh, me nuts. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't want to move with you. That's okay. That's right. I didn't offer. I didn't offer just for the record. (laughs) Why are you so red? I'm not red. You are bright red. He is. You are. It looks like a holly berry. You're maroon color. (laughs) That's the sun. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So let me finish. Go. So, um, uh, you know, I have a substantially large amount of bedrooms in this house. Um, that I occasionally rent out to adult stars and centerfolds that I work with. And um, I need to basically move into a comparable situation 
since I have people staying here up until the uh, 31st of January. So I must have a place to go first of February, A. And B, it's not like I'm in the best position. First of all, there's no inventory, meaning homes around to rent. And the few that are, they are being incredibly selective over who they choose as a tenant. Yeah. Must yeah. have 750 credit and above. I do not. Really? Uh, that, that, I'm not that, fucking joking. That, that so, is an insane standard. I mean. It, it is beyond insane. Like you would think during a pandemic, you should be happy that anybody would want to rent your yeah. house. It's not like that at all. There are so many displaced people like me. Yep. So it's not that I can't pay my rent. I'm happily paying my rent. In fact, before the fucking first, it's super annoying. Sure. So I'm, and here's something, if anybody needs to up their credit, like immediately. So I've been in the last 30 days that I found out I'm being evicted in 60 days. I've done every trick in the book to try and make myself a more desirable tenant to a prospective landlord. Um, my credit was shit. I was a 580 in uh, the end of October. I'm now a six, like a 690. That's but huge. A, Look at yeah, you. A, That's a magic. big increase, Sammy. So I'm going to tell you how it's done. If anybody else is in Ooh, this secrets. I'm getting pen and paper. Yeah, no, do it. Um, I'm not. I have good credit, but go ahead. Um, oh, look at you, buff. I, <laughs> yes. So here's, there's several tricks that you can do. You um, can become an authorized user on a family member or someone that you insanely trust. It needs to be someone very close to you that trusts you that you trust. You become an authorized user on a long stand, a long term in good standing credit card. Right, makes sense. Not upside down. So you need to be like pretty much under fifty percent of usage of the limit of your right. card. Even and better if it's lower. That will offset your credit to debt ratio, I believe. Okay, so what happens is I had no credit cards. So I immediately got the credit history of the first person that it went through um, that allowed me to be an authorized user on their account. So now I have a credit history of nine and a half years on my one former co-host's credit card. So, but the the thing is, is if, if he's if he's spending more on his card than his limit, like where it's upside down-ish, right. I literally, my credit goes down. Mm. So you're literally tied to it, but I have nothing to do with his card, with his expenditures, but it's reflected on me. So then I had another friend do it for me as well. That has not reflected. They have not reported it. So it hasn't gone onto my credit report. So what my financial guy told me, it's in your best interest to have four people do this for you. Mm -hmm. So currently I have three people doing it for me and only one of them is reflected, the guy who's upside down in his limit. But the good thing is it still gives me a credit history of nine and a half years right. when I had zero. Yeah. So authorized users you wanna do, but be careful who it is and what card they're attaching you to because then it becomes you. The next thing is I had no cards. I only, if it wasn't in my debit card, my bank, I'm not spending it. So Experian Boost, if you go to experian.com forward slash boost and you type in the cards that you use to pay your bills, yep. 
they will literally immediately in five minutes give you credit for gas, Spectrum, DWP, um, AT&T. All your utilities. Netflix, yeah. anything that you pay out of your, for me, it was my, my bank on a monthly basis consistently for a long time. They give you credit. Yeah. So. I moved uh, I moved in July, guys, and I did the, that same thing, and it boosted my score by almost 15 points. Yeah, um, I, mine got like 30. 30 oh, wow. Something, because it gave me credit for all those fucking things. You know, the, good thing is, the good thing is, Sammy, is that if you're up to 680, forget the uh, situation. I'm sorry to hear this with your landlord with the 750, but 680 should be enough for you to get a place elsewhere. It's about finding the location. Okay, one last thing that I want to tell people to do, and I just did this two, three weeks ago, so it should be reflecting soon. There's a website called Rental Karma, K-H-A-R-M-A.com. And what they do is they report your rent to for sure TransUnion. Um, and then they have a deal with Experian, but it hasn't gone into effect yet. But soon they say, one is good enough for me. So they basically, you fill out a form. Um, they confirm with you that you do live in your house. They ask you to give them access to one of your utilities to make sure that you've been there. Mm -hmm. um, they can go as far back as two years it's $110 if you go all the way back and have them report all those months on your credit. They confirm with your landlord or the corporation that you rent from. And it guarantees your score to increase 40 to 100 points. Wow. Cool. Rentalkarmafucking.com. No fucking. <laughs> so I'm waiting for that. I'm super excited about that. So, and one last thing that I'm doing to make myself a desirable prospective tenant to a future landlord in this particular time. Show more cleavage. Is, <laughs> That's no, some little old Armenian lady is not going to want to see my cleavage. Okay. Or Not know. every landlord can be Mr. Roper. Yeah, right. Exactly. Thank you. So I am creating a residential resume for myself in PDF form, which includes like an intro, like, hi, this is who I am. I'm a 54 year old professional businesswoman. Um, no children, I have four cats, just like a little who I am um, in a nutshell, but making me seem not so crazy and a cat lady, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And then I'm getting a letter of recommendation from my current landlord who's insisting on taking his home back for me, saying that I'm a model tenant I pay my rent on time. I keep the place fastidiously clean, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, look around. It's gorgeous. It um, is very nice. It, it looks yeah. like a no, her house is beautiful. model home, always and forever. My yeah. mother beat it into me. Trust me. No, you uh, take good, great care. It's beautiful. I've been there. Thank you. And then, uh, and then pictures of my home, each room, like how, if they could see me in their home, this is the things that I would be bringing. And then, of course, a picture of my four cats, because I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be honest. I have four fur children. Yeah. They're the light, they're the I, I've, I've heard that people do this a lot. They actually, when they uh, submit their rental application to a home that allows pets to actually submit a rental application on behalf of your animal with a photo. And, and some people find that really endearing. And when you're that honest and upfront, 
it's hard to say like this person isn't being transparent and sometimes they'll even go the extra mile to you know make you feel like comfortable because you're the more desirable person and that, that can go a long way it's, it's kind of like maybe kind of gimmicky. It, it's like a little gimmicky but I, I i can appreciate that and people like things like that i have another well, i was doing the say. rental resume on behalf of myself incorporating right. yeah. everything that of comes course with Sam, home. I have an I have another addition. You should have a resume, a B resume, because let's say that you uh, have a single man, divorced, whatever. Then you want to not pick, forget the cats. So I'll bless the cats, but you want to need no! pictures of your porn stars and your models to come visit you, and some of the photo shoots that happen on a monthly basis, and see if it'll take you. But again, not everyone's Mr. Roper, Buff. Yeah. Can I tell you well, something? Funny? If she comes up against yeah. Mr. Roper, it might work. That's true. I was telling, I was telling my boss, Drew. Um, Basically, like I, I'm going to do this residential resume to uh, offset my uh, what did I say? My detractments, my you know, my 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 failures as a prospective tenant. Like like you know, like I want you know, it's to offset. It's to make me look good. But he heard it wrong, so he thought it was a, a resume to show all of the things, all of my detractions, and he's like. So are you going to show pictures of you smoking weed all the time and hot porn stars coming in and out of your house? I'm like, no, why would I ever do that? Right. dude? No one will rent to me. So hopefully anybody that would be renting to me is not watching this, but yeah, no. Hey, if, 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 if someone that might, you know, be willing to rent to you is watching this, Sam, they're probably pretty cool with your lifestyle. I'm just saying. Yeah. So. No, but I'm sure there's people that don't like me that watch your show. Uh, Sammy, one one dinner made by you could being the cook you are and everything you put together and your personality. Trust me, you'll win them over. Let me ask you a question. I first off, I wish you the best of luck with that. I'm sorry you got to go through that at the beginning of 2021, but maybe it's a blessing to start the new year fresh. So no Christmas, no tree. Why am I going to unpack fucking decorations and decorate when I have to pack up my fucking home? So I didn't decorate. I usually decorate my house with the tree and everything. And you know, I live I live alone except for guests and friends and everybody that comes over, but I love the Christmas atmosphere. I just put up minimal Christmas decorations because why? I'm not having anybody over except for choice, COVID-free few of my choice. We'll mm -hmm. leave it at that. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, what are your plans for New Year's? Like I'll tell you my plans. Let me start off. I am going to go to the beach with friends and um not a lot of friends, just you know, my close circle and Kristen. Kristen, the kids and near a friend of mine and just uh watch the sunset you know and just break in the new year i'm not gonna new year's i'm spending in my house i'm not going anywhere i don't go i don't want to be in a group with five people ten people nowhere you're not yeah, gonna knock back a couple of punchers chances honey i'm gonna make what's called a french 75 do you know what that is no okay so last weekend um i was i was having champagne and i with a friend and i and i decided to do a different thing. A French 75 is when you have a fine champagne and you add a cognac or brandy. You put a little cognac or brandy in the bottom and pour the champagne on top. I've told everybody how great a mixer puncher's chance is, and I wanted to try it. So I had a fine bottle of Tattinger, right? So decided and we poured it in with the puncher's chance. It was delicious. It was deli strong, but it was delicious. So I'm going to break in the new year. You know, yeah, of course. It, whether, whatever I do, I, I always love breaking the new year with a bottle of champagne, whether it's me and one other person or a group of people. It's just a natural tradition, but I'm not going anywhere. I'm hey, not uh, going uh, anywhere. A friend of mine hit me up uh, and he has a drink recipe that he uh, uses puncher's chance with, and he calls it the haymaker. Have him send it in. Have him put it together. Well, I can tell you what it is. It's, it's nothing crazy. It's, it's a uh, uh, puncher's chance with uh, amp energy drink. Wow. 
Okay. It doesn't sound good to me, but it's not healthy. <laughs> right. But, but, but he likes it. He calls it the haymaker. Okay. Then I listen, I'm glad he likes it. I, I actually, people are tweeting. I've had a couple tweets of recipes and people are sending me and just listen. It's great to know that everybody loves it. Bottom line. I get, I get, I have some fine bourbon connoisseurs that are telling me they think it's like the best bourbon out there. And I'm just saying this to give you guys a plug up, give myself a plug on the show. You know, I don't, I don't like to do plugs. No, of course not. Much. Yeah, no. <laughs> but when I can, I will. You're going to break Here's that uh, bottle Christmas on the web. bottle. I thought I was getting a bottle for Christmas. What happened? You, Sammy, for me to send it, shipping bottles is ridiculous. I'm going to give you a bottle when I see you. Okay. You get in your new place, or if I can see you, I'll bring you a bottle. I promise. I promise. It's ridiculous to pay $20 to ship a, a $25 bottle. Is that how much it costs? That's insane. It's like, it's like, no, I don't mind. You know me. I'll always do it. No, no, I, I understand I that. But like when, when, when the, uh, the the shipping is 98% of the price of what you're shipping, like you that's ship bonkers. It, yeah, the lowest I think it goes down is around 10 bucks. You know, you're talking right. about a six-pound bottle. So. Right. No, sure. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sammy, I definitely want to give you a bottle. There's no question. No question. But if you happen to be near a store, I'd love for you to get it. It's COVID, Sammy. I would have shot over there during Christmas and said hi. It's, it's friggin' COVID. It's just. Well, you should shoot over here before I have to fucking go from here. I leave next week for Abu Dhabi, and that's one thing I wanted to go on to, guys. I want to make an announcement here. I don't know if the public is really aware, but the next three UFC shows in January where people are wondering where they're going to be, but they are going to be on Fight Island. Making that formal announcement right now. I go to Abu Dhabi. I got to leave for Vegas on uh, Saturday the 9th, get uh, tested and quarantined for a little over 24 hours. Then we all hop the private uh, commercial jet over to Abu Dhabi with Dana. Uh, we land, tested, quarantine. Next day, tested, quarantine. I've got four days of quarantine ahead of me from Jan 9th, and I'll be there for two weeks. And we have um, shows on the 12th and the 16th and the 19th of a no, no, excuse me, I'm sorry. Uh, 16th, 20th, and 23rd, three shows. Of course, culminating into the big, big event with the return of Conor McGregor and uh, Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier number two, which should be a very exciting fight. I'm very excited about all that. And again, no fans, just the arena, but it's Fight Island and we'll make the most of it. Um, New Year's, TJ, how was your Christmas? How's your New Year's? What's going on? Uh, Christmas is great. You know, uh, no real difference other than we didn't go back to the Midwest or have anyone come out, but uh, you know, low key. And, you know, I, I find that the simplicity of it all, it's, it's nice. It's a nice change of pace, but unfortunately, uh, I think like Sam, uh, when, when you don't get to, uh, have that traditional sort of rush of, of, you know, friends and family and, and decor, it doesn't feel quite like the season. Um, I, I'm going to try to do something more fun and exciting at home with my family for, for new years. But, uh, what, what can you say, Buff? It's, it's like you said, it's COVID and it's going to be this way for the foreseeable future. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. And before I get into the COVID news for the, uh, person who wrote in about the fact would we please stop talking about covid you have to understand the fact that this is a subject that everybody talks well, it's about a every lifestyle day. show guys it's like, a this lifestyle is the thing. show we're uh, not going to stop talking about covid well how are we supposed to ignore it you know what i mean like if we can't do anything it, because of it if you're ignoring it you're either wearing a maga hat or you're you're just not paying attention and you're not wearing a mask well it's, it's not even that person. first time i got political but you know what i mean go back to uh, you know almost a year ago now when you would listen to the show we would talk about going out and events and experiences, those things aren't happening. If we only want to talk about mixed martial arts or puncher's chance, we can stick to those subjects without talking about COVID, but you can't talk about life without talking about COVID. It's, it's not right. possible. Well, now that you said that, now we're going to get into it. And I'm going to give you a couple of key things. The U S just set two devastating COVID-19 records 
as we're counting down the year, you know, the hours for what has been just a tumultuous, uh, crazy year. Uh, it's recorded more than 3,700 new deaths linked to the virus in one day on Tuesday, chilling new high. And it also reported that uh, the most COVID-19 hospitalizations with more than 124,600 patients nationwide. Um, right now, get this, guys. I don't know if you know this. One out of 64 people, and it's probably lower now, in the Los Angeles County have COVID. Yeah. One out of 64. I, I okay. heard it was one in 20 in Las Vegas. Yeah, one in 20. Vegas, I and I'm going to tell you something else. I talked to Dr. Jeff Davison, who was going to be on our show yesterday, and we didn't have it yesterday. He'll be on in January. But he said Vegas is on fire. Right. Fire. Not the good kind of on fire. Not the good kind of fire. And I'll get to Dr. Jeff in a second. ICU beds in California now are down to 4% or less of availability. They're, they're putting beds in parking lots. Gift shops are turned over for beds as well as hallways. People who have strokes and heart attacks okay, are being turned away now because there's no care available, right? Because it's all priorities. And the last thing that I think is devastating, one person is dying every 10 minutes in L.A. County from COVID, reportedly. One in That's every 10 minutes? One every 10 minutes. Since we started the show, three people have passed away. That's oh, terrible. I, I was watching the news this morning, and they said in the United States... Two people are dying every minute. Two people every minute. And I that's the first time I actually thought about it. Like, I mean, obviously you become sort of numb to the graphics on TV, you know, 300 and something thousand. It's just a lot of numbers and big numbers. Mm -hmm. And it's always like a big number. But when they yep. broke it down to die, two people in this country somewhere, every minute how many fucking minutes are in a day how many days go by before the government takes action think about that it's insane sorry well you know now that you mentioned too let me go into a thing i'm gonna people are passing away and they don't have to be famous for us to take note of them because everybody's equal in my eyes as you know how i feel about that poor rich and different popular not you're, if you suffer and you die from this, you're just as important to everybody else. But it, it, obviously we hear about famous people that did it, but there was a story here and I'm saying this for a reason. Now, Sammy, I know that you're COVID safe. You know how COVID safe I am. TJ, you know, too. I think we all practice the protocol that we preach on the show. Mike and Carol Bruno did this couple, right? They're in their sixties. They did everything right. Okay, they refrained from hosting the traditional gatherings. They stuck to phone calls and video conferences. They stayed away from everybody. A simple family visit from his sister, right? Excuse me. A simple family visit came in and they came in to give him a haircut. The person tested negative for COVID right. two days before. Yep. But she had it when she yeah. walked in. They both got it and they both died. Uh, that's terribly sad but it goes back to that i think something we talked to uh dr jeff about much earlier in the year was uh the idea that false negatives were uh, actually more common than, than false positives and it, it goes back to the idea that even if you do test clean you it's have to positive. still be vigilant you have to and even if i am under the assumption that i don't have it and you're under the assumption that you don't have it we still need to be keeping our distance from one another when we're around each other because you just don't know. You have to take the attitude that you have it and the person you're talking to has it 
to make you practice the proper safety and protocol. Yeah. To answer Sam's question, 1,440 minutes in a day. Uh, that's two people uh, per minute. That's 2,880 people on average. Wow. On, yeah, but there's much more than that dying in the United States. Right, but I'm just saying that that's on average. On average, okay. Yeah, yeah got it. Also, too, uh, you know, the, we talk about age groups and stuff. There's been uh, over, I think the quote is over 10,000 children under the age of 13 or so have passed from COVID or under the age of 18. So it's not, you know, safe for anybody. Uh, this young, did you read about this young congressman-elect, Luke Letlow? No. 41 years old. 41 years old. Passed away uh, no. the other evening from COVID. Yep. 41 years old. 41. 41. 41. Okay. Dr. Drew, our friend of the show. Yeah, he's been on the show a few times. Just, Sammy just, knows uh, him uh, quite well, yeah, right? Well, Sam? you know, yeah, he just announced he has a Sammy, right? So you're not unreachable. You're not unreachable. Here's, here's the thing I do recall, like when the whole COVID thing broke out, he wasn't really on the bandwagon. He wasn't. You're right. I remember that. And I wasn't, guys. I, I Do you remember? I was here telling Bruce he's crazy yeah, and being paranoid. Yep. It, not because that I didn't believe it was going to really be a, a problem. I just didn't think it was going to be a problem here. How many times have we heard about SARS and avian bird flu and all this stuff? And like, it never gets to this level. So I think I, you know, you talk about being desensitized, Sam. I think I've been desensitized to things like this over the last 20 years because the news gets you worried about this stuff. And then it never comes to fruition. Well, uh, unfortunately, uh, I'll, I'll never feel that way again about potential dangers like this in the in in the news but in terms of dr drew that was disappointing for me he's somebody that people i was disappointed too yep the advice of and hey sam can you get closer to your computer your volume's really low me yeah uh what am i doing you're just you're just quiet i don't know you're better now you're better now sam just be close um i was gonna say people follow him and he they listen to him he's a doctor so when a doctor speaks like a doctor Sanjay Gupta. Right. Well, let doctor. me real quick, real quick. You, you kind of threw the doctor up there with the quotes uh, that might give people the wrong impression. Dr. Drew is a medical doctor. Dr. Phil, not a doctor. Right. So that, that's one thing I just wanted but to kind of. Isn't Dr. Drew but, but he's richer. Of, but isn't Dr. Drew more of a, a psychological? Sort yeah, of a he's, a, he, he's a medical doctor, an addiction medical. specialist. He, he is so an MD. He's an MD. Okay. But I mean, he's not an infectious disease doctor. Correct. Or no. Like no. a doctor, Sanjay Gupta. Right. Doctor. Yes. Kind of. It's different. But people don't see the difference. He's a doctor. So they listen. Right. And I do remember him on KABC and Fox and all over the place sort of denying the... the Severity? Severity, but people sort of making a big deal about it. Sure. And, uh, you know, continuing to speak about it, et cetera. And I don't know, like. But I mean, just, look at this, guys. Donald Trump had it and never really changed his stance on it. He didn't think it was a big deal. He got it. He still says it's not a big deal. So I don't know what Dr. Drew's stance is on it, you know, really immediately prior to getting COVID. I don't know what it is. Now that he has COVID, I do know that it's very serious. And I, and I hope that, you know, he battles it fine and gets through the other side, just just fine and dandy. But uh, who knows? Maybe he still feels like it's not a big deal. A lot of people think that this is just the flu and it's the rebranded uh, flu, the way that people are talking about it, which I mean, 
I don't yeah, know. Rebrand of flu. I don't remember a time when uh, you couldn't even get to hospital bed because of the flu. And the flu yeah. has definitely kills a lot of people because of problems. Anybody doesn't get this. I'm sorry. They just don't get a lot of things. And, you know, it, it, you mentioned President Trump and I, I avoid politics, as we know, um, for my own personal reasons. But I'm still completely blown away that especially over the last month, there's not been a fucking word from our president of the United States about covid. Um, hello. He didn't even say anything about the Nashville bombing, dude. Yeah, that's another thing. Yeah. And the bombing that's a place in Nashville. It's like I, I, I mean, maybe, was it a homegrown white guy terrorist that maybe represents his base? I don't I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I don't know if I want to get into that one, but it's like and I don't I don't question the man for wanting to play golf. Everybody has a right to have a little off time. But my God, these are like two of the biggest stories that have happened and need to be addressed. I mean, bombing oh. on our own territory here in the USA. I mean, whether it's the Boston Marathon or whether it's the are, Oklahoma. Are, bomb are you guys surprised, day? though? Like, look at it this way. He, he's he's coasting. A lot of people coast right now at the end of the year. We've always talked about this, Bruce, this time of year. You got to well, you know, you know, end the year coast. strong. No, I understand. Yeah. I was just yeah. going to say you're 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 saying is you end the year strong to start the year strong. When you are leaving a job and you're in the final month of your job, a lot of people don't really try that hard. I'm and a saying. lot of people don't try to have the re the election numbers recounted and do everything they can to show that they won. He isn't coasting. He's just focusing on everything to try and make sure that he's blowing you know, it up. He's burning he's blowing it up. Now. You know, he's trying to get to stay as president. I don't knock him for doing that. But it's like there are other things to talk about that. You are the president of the United States. You have your. I don't think he's guys. I don't think he's trying to stay president because legitimately he didn't win. So no, that's, been, that's been already said. Done. They, yeah. It's all it's all a marketing ploy on the way out here. And and also he is raising money, guys, mm -hmm. for yep. a potential next bid or for the fucking kids, et cetera, et cetera. And did you hear just within the last hour, two hours on the news, there's a Republican senator joining Republican Congress people. For the for the ratification or the 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 yes the electoral college is correct and he is our new president that thing that's happening mm -hmm. um, whatever that process is called the electoral vote yeah electoral vote process yeah but I thought they already voted they did they, they did, did but they, they're still they're the, challenging the, it the legitimatizing yeah. of that vote so before everybody um. But the House, you know, they had the lawsuit and they wanted to overturn the election. So if they're joined by one Republican senator from, I think, either that state, they want to they want to question Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they have um, some Republican senator, whatever his name was. And uh, so they're going. So then then they have to break off into groups. And all debate and then come back with a vote. Can so, I just say one thing? This I whole have thing no right idea now, what you just said. Uh, I it, it just sounds like they're recounting again in Pennsylvania to whatever level. But yeah. can I say one thing? Listen, the bookies have paid off the bets, which was 20 <laughs> to one that uh, Biden would win. They yeah. took forever. They paid off all those bets last week. Yeah. It's decided. It's done. If the bookies paid off the bets, believe me, right. it's decided because they'll hold off from paying that money as long as they can. What a waste of money and time and the opportunity cost of time for anybody to even address the situation anymore. Seriously, it's over. You're done, President Trump. January 20th, you're, you're staying in office. 
Thank you for your service for the last four years. But there is a new president of the United States. Ah. Let's just concentrate on that. All right. So I got the news here. I, I'd like to just clarify this. So we actually have the text of the story. I know. Story. Senator Hawley. Yeah. Uh, Repper, uh, Republican of Missouri announced Wednesday that he would object to the certification of some of the state's electoral college results on January 6th, a move that will force his fellow Republicans to vote to choose between rejecting President Donald Trump's uh, unsubstantiated claims of massive voter fraud in this year's election or disenfranchising uh, millions of voters. While numerous Republican House members are expected to object to the Electoral College results from these several swing states during Congress's certification uh, of the votes next week, Holly is the first senator to commit to doing so. Uh, the announcement is a significant uh, move because uh, under congressional rules, a written objection that is endorsed by both a House member and a senator is needed to force Congress to consider uh, in an uh, an objection. So uh, this is a lot more formal than some of the other speak we've been uh, subjected to. So they're going to have to go through some you know formal proceeding. But they the say bottom it's line take is hours and right. hours and it's hours. Just, it's a waste of time and money, and it just it's not good for the, the country as a whole. You know, you know it, I don't know. It's, it's, it's just worrisome. It it makes me want to say one thing, and it's a quote: "Great minds have purposes." Others have wishes. Okay. <laughs> Just want to say that. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. It's not a bufferism. I can't take credit for it. Yeah. But uh, sounds good. Yeah. And you know what? I want to give President Trump uh, a, a thank you, though. He did sign this, the, the stimulus check thing, but now there's the time is about to run out. I mean, these people need their $2,000 check. It already did run out. He didn't sign it in time. I thought he signed. Oh, he didn't. He I didn't thought he sign did. it in time. And then then went back and forth on the $2,000. So I believe the 600 has been approved, yeah. but it was too late for all the people with the benefits for the checks to go out and they have to now reset the computers mm -hmm. to reissue back checks. Yep. So will, will people get to, because what, I mean, 600, okay, great. But what is that going to do? Are people going to get the 2,000? I believe that's um, benefits like um, unemployment. It's unemployment benefits. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So he didn't well, sign those, dude. It, it's it's going to end up being where some people are going to get a little bit of, of money when at first everyone was supposed to get a good chunk of money. And it's yeah. just been politicized and debated and red taped. And yeah, but here's the thing. Also, he wanted to add other fucking addendums onto bill just to give the American people money. He wanted to have something to do with the tech companies like he's trying to fuck the big tech companies with some bill and he's tying it into that leave that for another motherfucking day dude we have nothing right. to do with that that's your little pals that you're trying to fuck over fuck you take care of the american public that's what you're here to do in your last 20 days here fuck that's you. why that's why the man was elected to take care of the american public i hope he does the best job possible i pray it turns around and we read nothing but good news for every day leading up to jan 20th so you're very optimistic trust, bruce well you're, i you know with if i was in the position i don't even want to be in that position but burning I down the house here's the talking head song yeah it is burning down the house and you know causing the issues in the government but my god go out on a high note go out on a high note that's all I'm saying. That's just my thought. Go out. Too late, Buff. People, sorry, Too late. the people, the Republican fucking congressmen and senators, the ones that are like not just doing the right thing are the ones up for reelection, the ones that are afraid of losing the base of Trumpians 
that they're going to need to keep them in office. So they don't want to, you know, mm. alienate those guys, but then they're like riding a fine line between doing what the constitution and, and democracy demands of your fucking position that people put you in that position to carry out their will and wishes. So it's politics guys. Yeah. Like this politics. is the problem it, it, right now. The, the Republicans don't look super great and down the road, something like this will happen again. And the Democrats won't look super great. And it's just, this is the problem with politics. I'll tell you right now. One of the politicians I appreciated and respected the most, who you were surprised he did such a good job, was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Me, uh, and there's others, of course, there's been many great politicians and presidents of the United States, of course, mayors, you name it. Um, I would never want to go into politics because I don't lie. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not good at lying unless I'm playing poker. <laughs> and I think sometimes you get out of the ability to kind of BS a little bit to be a politician. I'm not saying everybody's like that, but it's a, it's a tough job. Would you want to be a politician, Sammy? Um, <laughs> you've already failed. You got to have an answer like that. And it's got to be perfect. You've already already answered. Answered. Yeah, you already answered it by not answering it. <laughs> no, like no one would elect me. That's like when Mary Carey tried to run for I remember that, yeah. office. Was that a yeah. real run? To, like, was oh, yeah. that a real effort? Really? Oh, yeah, no, she really, really ran. And what, she, you know, I understand that she really ran, but wasn't it just a publicity stunt or did she really actually feel really, like she wanted to be really, the governor? studied and wanted to enact change wow and had great platforms like lap dances for all guys <laughs> great way to start yeah i'm sure she'll get a lot of people wanting to take meetings with her this is a while ago That's so a long time no. ago yeah. yeah but i want to be a politician no but would i want to be like a defense attorney or a prosecutor yeah wait wait you want to be a lawyer wait 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 you said defense attorney prosecutor now remember when you're a defense attorney yeah. your job is to defend guilty or not yeah. can you in all good conscience defend somebody who you know was guilty of rape to get them off a rape charge i wouldn't take that case yeah you don't have to take a case i know the that defense but attorney takes the cases that they want all right then let me answer another way would you be willing to defend to the highest level Somebody, you know, in your heart, uh, let's get away from that horrific thing of rape. No, that's guilty. Would you be probably able to defend no. somebody that's guilty? Well, no, technically, no, but I wouldn't take that case. I would only I take social injustice cases, things where yeah. somebody is falsely accused of something and they need a good person to give a great speech to a jury well, and a judge. Well, well, technically, I don't think that you are allowed to defend someone that you know is guilty. I think that's that's against the law. If 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 No, so, I think you are. I watch no, a lot of law and order. Oh, it's happened so much. Now, yeah. again, again, guys, I think that an attorney has to not know or hear from the client themselves. Look, I murdered this guy. Can you help me get off? I honestly believe that that is uh, against ethical code and you can be in trouble for defending no, someone. That's that the reason for attorney-client privilege. You're not okay. allowed to say or do or repeat any of the things that your fucked-up client says to you. Got it. All right. Bottom line is this: if you are the type of person that will uh, go to bat and try to get someone off who is 100% guilty, you got some serious issues. Yeah, no, that's a that's yeah. a slimy person. Yeah. 
I don't uh, there's want no, to be a slimy person. There's no question. Hey, guys, it just came out through that Americans can start seeing $600 in their bank accounts immediately. Uh, the second round of stimulus checks are being sent out, but it is $600. Um, yeah, not two grand. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the COVID-19 relief package that President Trump signed Sunday evening provides individuals who meet income limits with 600, couples who meet income limits with 1,200, and eligible families with an additional 600 per child. So at least something's going out, you know. However, that helps. By the way, speaking of politics, Tito Ortiz, huh. Um, huh. he is the is he the Huntington Beach? May, it says mayor no, no, he's on the city council. OK, he was caught on camera last Wednesday uh, where he was distributing food at a distribution event for Christmas. But mm -hmm. as fate would have it, Tito is the no mask guy. Right. He's sticking his face in cars and talking to people with no mask on. And uh, basically, people got upset. Um, and uh, police were eventually called to the scene. Tito left and went into a city building, and it's not reported that any citations were issued. So immediately in his term of office for whatever, if that's the proper term for. Yeah, um, you're on the city council. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately negativity right off the bat. Well, this Again. is this isn't the first case of it, Bruce. Uh, there have been multiple complaints within City Hall. Uh, people complaining about Tito not wearing the mask in government oh, buildings. Really? Yeah. And, uh, you know, when when reached out for comment, he I mean, I'm paraphrasing here, but he basically said uh, that this is a scare tactic and I'm not going to subscribe to it. And uh, he refuses to wear a mask and it has made people within the uh, Huntington Beach City Council and, and city office there, city hall, uh, very uncomfortable. And people, multiple people have complained. It obviously has done nothing, though, in terms of change. I consider Tito an intelligent person. He's been a friend for years. Tito, wake the fuck up. OK. No, I'm telling you, there's a, I, you know, have. I know you of, love that, TJ. <laughs> I just yep. think that there, I've said this on the show before, like seemingly normal, smart friends of mine are on the crazy QAnon bandwagon and Michelle Obama's a man and 5G towers are spreading the COVID and like, you know, oh, and, you know, Democrats and liberals, those radical libs are all satanic, child trafficking, fucking molesters. Like, where is, where? I don't know, Sam. Like, it's all, it's like, it's chaos. Like, how do you respond okay, to any of this? The social chaos. Like, the lady who believes this QAnon bullshit, whatever her fucking name is, like, there are people in positions of power sort of espousing this bullshit. The president retweets this bullshit. Like, no wonder people believe it. How many facts and figures have to be posted for people to get an idea that this is actually a very serious situation? I mean, what does it take? By the way, it just came through, too. You know, that they found the variant uh, COVID uh, virus, the one in the UK. They found the first example already here in the United States, in Colorado. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there we go again. Bottom line. Oh, did I tell you what Dr. V, Dr. Jeff said? Did I tell you mm -mm. about the two V's? Mm -mm. He said the year of 2021 is going to be the two V's. You're either going to get the vaccine or you're going to get the virus. Oh, my God. Uh -huh. That's terrifying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's wow. how serious it is. Uh, he, he's with one in 20 in Vegas, right? Dealing with all that crap there with his emergency hospital he works at. This man's seeing everything on the front lines. And he got vaccinated, too. And he's going to tell us about his vaccination when we have him on in January and how that worked for him. 
Hopefully all right. we can all get there. But even the vaccinations are rolling out slowly. It's not rolling out as fast as it should. Oh, yeah. Right. Only two million people have been vaccinated when 100 million were supposed to be vaccinated by the end of December. And now they have cases, too, where the rich are doing everything they can to pay any amount of money they can to get a vaccination. I'm not saying that, you know, who wouldn't maybe do that if they had access to it, but it takes away from people that need it. We've got to get these frontliners, the responders, everybody, teachers, the way they planned it, elderly, get them all vaccinated. Yeah, there's a hierarchy and a priority, uh, priority prioritization of people that uh, need it. By yep. the way, I was also watching the news earlier today and they had a uh, emergency room COVID nurse on. And the vaccinations that are supposed to be going to the frontline workers, these are the ones technically that are hands-on dealing with the COVID people first and then trickles out throughout the medical community to someone that answers the phone or uh, somebody that schedules in the hospital. So they, whatever hospital this lady was from, they had like a lotto thing. And on a specific time of a specific day, there was no hierarchy and frontliners get it first and the others have to wait until the, the amounts of dosages come into the hospital. It's whoever signed up first. Oh, wow. Frontliners were busy fucking taking care of people yeah. and all the consultants and phone operators signed up for the fucking first shots. So this lady was basically crying on the news saying that it's not the rollout isn't happening as it should. That's and unfortunate. That is not good. Well, you know, we talk about all this stuff, too. It's a, a, the NFL football team, the Washington football team, no mm -hmm. longer the Washington Redskins. They released their quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, but they caught him partying maskless at a party, you know, evading uh, COVID rules. He just got fired. They just released him. Wasn't the right. starter. No, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Actually, like, I understand it's out. a bold move, but like, if it was the starter, it'd been much bigger news. But yeah, yeah. I mean, now, now if that that sets the the precedent, if if a starter does do that uh, for the Washington football team, they need to do the same thing. We'll see Absolutely. if that happens. Everybody's everybody's equal, you know. Yeah. Another another little sports story that came through: a University of Utah football star named Ty Jordan. Um, you, you know, you handle weapons. I handle weapons. It amazes myself that somebody could shoot themselves, but he accidentally shot himself in the hip. He was mm. a 2020 Pac-12 offensive freshman player of the year, rushed for 597 yards, scoring six touchdowns. He shot himself in the hip and he's dead. He died. He died. He died. Oh, no. Yeah. Got, if you're going to play with handguns, people, it's another subject here. We're talking about positive and negative stuff on the show today, as we always do. But. People don't uh, guns don't kill people. People kill people. It's all about who's handling the weapon, and you got to practice safety, just like safety and protocol that we all talk about. Be careful. Be careful. God, How do you shoot yourself in the hip? I don't know. Try to holster it, and you, you don't. Gunslinger. I I don't know. And it wasn't it wasn't clarified, but you know, it's just a young man on his way to God knows what a glorious career he could have had in football. It's just tragic. It's, there's so much tragedy going on. He these probably days. had it. Think about it in his front waistband and where his belt buckle would be. Could like, have been anything. Uh, and Sammy then could. It shot right into his hip. It could have hit a carotid artery, Stammy. It could have hit anything. You never know. It could have bled out. Yeah. It's just it's oh. amazing. I know it's Sam's got to get going, so we probably should move to wrapping up. Yeah, yeah, let's get this through. I want to talk about a hero story here. A seven-year-old boy, okay, ran back into a burning home and saved his sister. Is that amazing? A seven-year-old? Right? 
a seven-year-old boy. They went to bed. They were asleep at nine, eight thirty. He's seven. Within minutes after falling asleep, uh, the mother Nicole Davis woke up to smell the smoke. And twenty-two-month-old, the, the sister was trapped in her room. Oh my god! I, the couple was able to grab their two-year-old son Elijah and Eli, the seven-year-old, right? Uh, that it was a foster child, fostered by the family for nearly nearly a year. And Aaron's bedroom was surrounded by fire. It was so thick. Uh, they couldn't get in. They went outside to get her from the window. There was nothing to stand up and reach to get up there, right? So she picked up Eli, who went through the window and was able to grab his sister from the crib wow. and get out. How's that? A seven-year-old that boy. What awesome. a hero. What a hero. Yeah. Wow. That's that's a great story. That's uh, amazing. It's amazing. He's going to be um, forever fucked up, dude, that kid. What's that? He's going to be forever fucked up. Think about it. Imagine well, that as a memory as a seven-year-old. Let's hope for the best, honey. Let's hope no, for I the know. Best. Uh, there were nine insane things celebrities have trademarked that came out. Okay. And uh, Emerald Gossi was number nine with BAM. Remember him? Mm -hmm. uh, Par Paris Hilton, number eight with That's Hot. Right. Okay. Anthony Davis. I don't remember this one. Fear the Brow and Raise the Brow. I, never I don't remember that, that one, no. Uh, Beyonce and Jay-Z, Blue Ivy Carter. Sorry, not familiar. They're number Taylor five? Smith. What yeah. number are you on right now? Number six. Number, number six? five, Taylor Swift, her cats. I don't get that one. I don't know that one. Oh, she trademarked her cat's names. Okay. Number four, T-Bow, T uh, Tim T-Bow, T-Bowing. T-Bow. Or T-Bow, T-Bowing. Didn't quite <laughs> rank it with right. me. Number three, uh, Michael Buffer. Let's get ready to rumble. Always yeah. good. Yeah. Nice. I always love how they say that he's collected over $400 million due to people using the phrase. That was a, I made a quote years ago that we sold over $400 million in licensed ventures and products right. and everything. That's like a company's gross sales. That's not right. That's not your profit. It's, right. No, no, exactly. It's still a lot of money, but it's not sure. a thing. But, but it cracks me up that they're always saying that. So, you know, good for him. Where's my commission, Michael? Um, okay. Rachel Zoe, uh, I die. I never heard of that. Num that's number cent. two. Yeah, yeah, number one, 50 and number one, Bruce Buffer for its time. No, yes, 50 cent for 50 cent. <laughs> really good for really? him. I, I just don't get the I, I, as far as I'm concerned, for what I know about trademarks, let's get ready to rumble. Blew every single one it's of number those one. out of the water. Come yeah. on, it's number one. It's number one. I don't even every know number two. And I mean, I know 50 cent, but come on now, like ridiculous. All right, a little collector talk. Um, we gotta go, Buff. Sam, I don't go. I got three minutes and I'll get this out. Okay. Uh, Hot Wheels cars. Remember Hot Wheels? Of course. Okay. You remember the one that had the, uh, it looked like a Volkswagen bus with the surfboard sticking out of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. The most valuable Hot Wheel there is. You know how much it's going to go for? I don't. I... $150,000. Of course. Unbelievable. Right. Very, That's very insane. Cool. And our feel-good story of the week, a preschool teacher was laid off in Charlotte, North Carolina, after two decades of service, was laid off. It put him in a very dark space. He bought a lottery ticket and won a $250,000 loan. Hey, Yay. that's awesome. Hey, good for him. That's good amazing. for him. Good for him. Uh, you know what? Let's have our final thoughts on the year. Sammy, go ahead. 2020 is over. Say whatever you want. And let's uh, sign off on the show and wish everybody a beautiful, happy new year and a great 2021. Um, I, you know, 2020 was just a horrible year for so many people. And I spent a lot of time crying for just the, the suffering that everyone's going through. And I felt so lucky throughout so many different points throughout the year. And 
just, I don't know, just grateful for small things and my health and that I'm alive. And I don't know, like just whatever comforts I do have, I'm so lucky and grateful. And it just really sort of makes you reevaluate everything. Things that you took for granted, things that, you know, just whatever. So every day is Christmas. So I didn't really need a Christmas on the 25th to celebrate and be happy about life. And I don't know, I just feel bad for people and I don't, I want world peace. I want to end suffering. I if I want to take care of every animal and every human out there. So hit me up on social media. If you want me to hear your problem or you want some of my advice or you want me to talk trash about Trump or you don't want me to talk <laughs> trash about Trump, whatever. Um, it's uh, Sam's Pajama Party on Instagram, The Single Life on Twitter and Sammy Phillips on Facebook. And that's it. And I just hope that 2021 is better for everyone, period. You too. Thank you, Sammy. Beautiful. Thank you. TJ? Uh, I'd like to echo a lot of the sentiments that Sam said. And uh, one thing that I've been grateful uh, for is this, you know, hour to 90 minutes each week of spending uh, just time talking to both of you guys and, and you know, hypothesizing what is next, uh, sharing my opinions. Some have been, you know, I think correct. Others have been really wrong. I did not foresee this pandemic coming. And I kept telling you, Bruce, over and over again, yeah that you're getting uh, worried about nothing. And uh, yeah, I I'm eating crow uh, on that one. But throughout all of it, uh, you know, I am grateful for this little bit of an escape. And, and I'm very happy uh, that so many listeners over the years, 12 plus years now going on 13, uh, have made this uh, appointment listening. And uh, we are 26 episodes away from a very big number, which is 500. And wow. uh, I'm excited wow. that 2021 will bring our 500th episode of its time. And, uh, you know, as I say, Bruce onward and upward and with 2020 in the rear view, uh, I think we can definitely say we are moving onward and upward from here. I would say so too. Thank you for both of your beautiful words. And I, my feelings are basically the same without being repetitive of what you said. I'm with you all the way. This is a year. I thought last year was a year that I was waiting to end. This is a year that I'm definitely waiting to end next year. We'll see what it holds. The main thing is to stay positive, stay strong, Practice your BSC, your ball skill and confidence, because you can still do everything you want to do and everything you want to dream about. You may have to do variations of how you do it or re redesign your efforts or your goals and embracing the world in which we live and how to do those things. But I just wish everybody the best. I want you all to be safe. I want you all to stay healthy. My condolences, best wishes, everything go out to anybody that suffered during this pandemic, much less during the economic pandemic, the double wars that we're fighting as individuals in this country. And I just wish the best for everybody. That's what I always do. And all our listeners out there, I want to thank you for tuning in and listening to us. It's growing. People commenting on the YouTube uh, show, which please subscribe to our YouTube show so you can watch the show on video. The common comment is, I didn't know that Bruce Buffer had a podcast, right? <laughs> and then they listen and they love, you know, TJ, Sammy, they love you. And it's like they're all tuning in and it's great. So with that being said, I just wish the best of everything for everybody. I, I really do. I don't know how else to put it except to just be, again, the best you can be, especially setting out on this path for 2021. Let's get through this year. Everybody practice the safety and protocol. Please, let's do what we can do so we're out of this thing. I hope this time next year we're just back to a norm, right? And we're celebrating normality and celebrating success, happiness, prosperity, and health for everybody. And that's what I wish everybody 
sincerely. I really don't know how else to put it except to say Happy New Year. Obviously, happy holidays. Love you, Sammy. Love you, TJ. Take care of yourselves. Take care of your families. Take care of your loved ones. Family first, everybody. I'm being repetitive because there's so much I want to say. I just wish the best for everybody. I, I don't know how else to put it. We appreciate it, Bob. Happy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody, please love you all. Thank you for all the orders coming in. I've been inundated with the record number of cameos this month, record number of video and audio orders coming through BruceBuffer.com. I got them all done. Any New Year's wishes and orders will be done by New Year's. Um, everything will be taken care of. Thank you all. It's been a wonderful year in many ways for me. Um, I'm very uh, happy and thankful. And I wish to say this to everybody that's helped me have the year that I've had along with all the other stuff that has gone on this year to take away from the positives but i'm a positive person we're going to keep it on a positive note big cheers no fears for 2021 to everybody love you all sammy tj okay let's do this bye everybody take care I'll bye. See, you see you next year let's jump into pepper's world of play look for spring flowers hunt for muddy puddles and bravely explore exciting places with pepper play sets pepper pig Inspiring kid confidence.